Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Cavanaugh here with episode 236 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people. So today I want to talk about selling and negotiation, and I don't think we need to do much preamble as well. Let's just crack right on with it. Now, there's a bit of a warning, though. This may trigger some of your British reticence if you're listening here in the UK, so beware. You see, here in Britain, we're, you know, a generally self-effacing lot. We don't big ourselves up or stand with our heads held high and proud. It's, it's really not the British way, is it? But if there's one thing that we're brilliant at here in Britain, it's misunderstanding the idea of sales and, to a certain extent, negotiation. Ask any Brit about sales and you're likely to be told something like, Sales is manipulating people into buying stuff they don't need. Or, sales is twisting people's arm into buying things that's not good for them. Or, some of the nonsense. You see, here in Britain, it seems that sales is uh, all too often a sort of shameful occupation. It's the illegitimate backstairs bastard child of a proper job. Whatever a proper job means. Sort of like myself, having a proper job just means getting paid not enough money for doing work that's unpleasant. So why is selling important to us as tutors? Well, I'll be coming to that shortly. Suffice to say that without actually selling, you haven't got a business. And then there's negotiation. Negotiation is the whole tawdry business of haggling over price, terms and conditions. Often think of this as being adversarial and unpleasant, like you're trying to hammer out the best deal and stitch the other person up. But let me ask you guys, what's wrong with this picture? I hear crickets. Well, what's wrong with this picture is it's not reality. Good sales is finding out what the customer or the client really wants, then leading them to make the right decision in order to get what they want. Sales is, if not the oldest profession, then the second oldest. And personally, I'd argue that it's the oldest profession. Being able to sell, and sell well, is very good. Being unable or unwilling to sell is bad. I mean, definitively bad. So bad that the word bad doesn't really say how bad it is. Got that? And here's the thing. We're all in sales. Even if we think we're tutors or guitar teachers or property investors or coaches, whatever it is we do, we don't like to think we're salesmen, but we are. Frankly, as a property investor and a, a landlord, as a guitar teacher, as a business person, as a business mentor, I'm in sales and I'm damned proud of it. 
You see, I sell guitar lessons by listening to what the prospective student says, making sure I've got a wonderful solution for them. Then enabling them to exchange something that's of low value to them, money, for something which is of enormous value for them. Understanding, technical skill, accelerated learning and time compression. And all they're going to give me for all of that is money. Wow. Understanding that much really changed my perspective on sales. They're trading something of low value for something of very high value. Wow. I show them what they're looking for, and then I tell them how to get it. I give them the chance to say, yes, I'd like that. Any sales, we call that closing. And honestly, guys, if I'm not the answer for them, I tell them that. And then I help them to find the right answer for them somewhere else. It's ethical. It's completely open. And they know they're dealing with an expert at every level. But in sales, what I'm selling most of all is them on themselves and on their potential. I'm offering them, for a, an amount of money, a pathway to become who they most want to be. And I'm leading them gently to the point where they can get what they want more easily, more quickly than they could get it by themselves. And I'm doing it in a way that's best suited to them. Best suited to their needs and better and faster than I could get it anywhere else. That's selling. Selling is elegant, powerful, and positive. Because when you sell, when you sell the right thing to the right person, when you give them what they want, you've effectively sold beautifully. Then there's negotiation. Negotiation is actually just the logistics of the wholesaling process. Once the intention to buy has been declared and agreed upon, then negotiation is the selection of the service of the product, whether that's a, a monthly subscription, a half-hour lesson, an hour lesson, a two- or three-hour session, or an all-day session, whatever it is. They've got to select the product or the service that you provide. I've got to agree on the means of delivery. I mean, they come into my place, am I going to their place? So we're doing it on Zoom. Is there some other method of delivery that has to take place? These all have to be agreed on. This is part of the negotiation process. And then there's the price to be paid. Um, in legal terms, that's called consideration. And consideration has to change hands to make everything happen. So during this negotiation process, you'll be de determining how much of their low-value stuff they're going to be asked to exchange in order to get their hands on your high-value stuff. You'll be discussing things like, are they having a discount or are they not having a discount? Are they going to be on a pay-as-they-go basis or paying for a block of lessons up front? 
maybe they even just want to buy some gift vouchers for a significant other in their life. But you'll be arranging the consideration process. Part of the negotiation terms are the time frame. I mean, when do we start? How long do we do it for? How often? And then that leads us into scheduling. I was asked the question, what's the very best weekly day and time for you? And maybe they'll say, oh, Tuesday at 7 o'clock. And I said, fantastic. I happen to have a free slot here at my teaching studio at 7 p.m. Would you like me to secure that for you now? I'm saying that at the perfect time of day, they're going to get the perfect solution to their problems. They're going to get loads of what they want at exactly the right time at a very small price for the value delivered. I give them the chance to say yes to that. I'll give them other options, you know, different days. If their perfect time isn't available, then I will always open up other options. For instance, a couple of days a week, I begin teaching at 9am. And they may not have actually imagined coming for guitar lessons at 9am. I work some weekends. I work a lot of evenings. And for people who travel in long distances, I'll do block lessons. Four hours or more sometimes. We'll settle on the frequency of lessons, whether it's weekly, fortnightly, monthly or ad hoc. And of course, in the room or on Zoom, maybe we'll do a bit of a mix and match if we have to work around shift patterns and things. So we'll agree all that and finally we'll exchange some consideration and off we go. So the takeout from all of this is if you sell properly, ethically and effectively, you'll probably have a lot less negotiation to do when you present your prospective student or client with the solution they've always wanted. The deal's 95% done and you'll have very little, perhaps even no negotiation to do. Selling isn't a dirty thing, guys. Done well, it's elegant, ethical, and it's of benefit to everyone concerned. I really love watching and listening to great salespeople doing their thing. It's fascinating. And I'm always learning. Just like you, I'm in sales and I'm doing it every day. We all are, even if we don't know it. We may sell our kids on the idea of cleaning their room and being nice. We might sell our business associates on the pleasure and benefit of doing business with us. And then for me, there's the property thing. I'm selling tenants on the idea of looking after the house and paying the rent on time, for instance. Or selling someone on the idea of allowing me to purchase their property for a significant discount because I can offer them something more than money. It may be that I can offer them speedy completion, a proven track record looking after properties and the idea of a family living there. Maybe... I'm selling to an investor that they can work with me and achieve higher rates of return by investing in my business than they can elsewhere. I'd be doing them a great disservice if I didn't give them that opportunity, wouldn't I? 
I mean, they might invest somewhere else and it not work out so well for them. They might get a low rate of return or lose their capital. And if I don't sell what I do, I can't help them to get what they want, which would make me stupid and selfish. When I know it's right for them and they know it's right for them and they want it, then we negotiate the fine details. Does that all make sense to you? Sell first, do it well, provide solutions of massive value to the customer or the client, and then negotiate out the bumps in the deal and close the gaps. Sort the scheduling out, the means of delivery, happy days, get on with it. It's pretty simple. But as tutors, we probably don't think of ourselves as being in sales. I know I do, but what about you? What's your attitude to sales? Does this resonate with you? Or do you think I'm just talking complete tosh? Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you because I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned so far along this journey. Get in touch by email. It's info at neilcowmeadow.com. Yep, that really is my name. Neil, N-E-I-L, a cow, meadow, black and white animal in a big green field. And of course, you can find me on Twitter where I am at Tutor Podcast. And please like and subscribe to the Tutor Podcast and leave a review. I will be back next week with more ideas and tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business just like I do mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. So stay useful. Till next time, have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses. 